Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. My name is Ray and... This is Heather. <laughs> and this is the Law of Attraction Leading Edge as we talk about all things Law of Attraction, but we talk about it in a way that is applicable to your everyday life. What we talk about here is how to use these principles, these laws, these joyful uh, awakenings to bring more opportunities for you to live a fuller, more authentic more fun. Can we just have some more fun? Mm, yes, we can. <laughs> and we, of course... It's not an option. It's not an option. We must have fun. You must. <laughs> what we love to do on this show every week is talk about what is, for at least Heather and I and many of you, some leading edge teachings that are built on the principles of our unity and our new thought, but also taking into account some new technology, some new information coming through leading teachers um, some of them call them channels. I just call them uh, people who are really opening up to their broader knowing. Uh, and we all have connection to that same knowing. So it's all in the family here. And we love to talk about the Abrahams, otherwise known as Abraham hyphen Hicks. Some of you uh, might have been following them for many years. I know I bump into a lot of Unity people who just love the Abrahams. I don't know why I'm speaking with the country. <laughs> Abraham's. <laughs> Wait, I have a I have a little moo pencil. <laughs> I'm using the moo pencil today. Um, so we love to talk about uh, Abraham and and really the wonderful work that Esther Hicks is doing. And we always tell you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and just buy everything that they sell because <laughs> it's so darn fantastic. And mm-hmm. uh, and we appreciate this opportunity to talk more about these teachings. So today on everyday attraction oh hey before i forget i wanted to um i published my first ebook this week yay i know it's only like it's short it's a short ebook but um i really had put out there that i wanted to uh publish and so i just allowed the fairies of the universe to bring me rendezvous points that made it so easy and so lovely so if you go to amazon it's not available on ibooks yet but if you go to amazon and you search everyday attraction it'll cost you a whopping 99 cents to download my ebook so i hope you'll all do that and i'll have fun knowing that you're out there clicking away it's a short book but it's just uh, an opportunity to have some fun and chat a little bit about some of these principles that we talk about each week. So there's that. I wanted to work that in. 
How exciting. I know. Isn't that fun? It's really yeah. fun. I love the e-publishing world. It's just like, you know, there are no more barriers to being heard. If you want to mm-hmm. be heard, there are tools. There's an audience for everyone. Um, you know, there are no more excuses anymore. If you, uh, if you can dream it, you can have it. And there it is. Um, and it is really fun to watch technology support our dreams in that way. And actually, Abraham had said recently in a recent workshop that technology is, is being orchestrated by broader knowing mm-hmm. that there is a broader energy of knowing that is, is a, orchestrating um, the technology to support us for our expansion. And I just believe that I really, I do too. I do trust that. I know there are a lot of people who are concerned about the level of technology and us getting so connected in it, but I just trust that something, you know, is coming of that, which is part of our evolution and something that we've been asking for. And certainly the children are coming through with great connectivity to uh, this technology and they come in cable ready, as I like to say, (laughs) no resistance whatsoever. Um, I mean, I have a four-year-old with an iPad, so there you go. Um, and, and it really is extraordinary to see what happens when you uh, put these learning tools in the hands of children who don't have resistance to what it is and how they can teach themselves and how they can explore. And, you know, as long as you're kind of watching where they're going, um, it is a fantastic opportunity for us to to just embrace expansion and, and really allow um, what's happening to be good news, to flip it to be Good news. And, and that's part of the theme of today's show is, you know, we, life has its, uh, its ups and downs. There are, there are experiences that we go through that are not of the highest vibration all the time. That is part of why we came here. Nothing out of order, right? Yep. But it sure is nice to have some tools, some tricks of the, uh, attraction trade, if you will. Um, on how to get out of negative momentum, how to pull ourselves out of mental momentums that are keeping us in the same repetitive cycle. Because as we have learned, as we have learned through many, many teachers, that which you are holding on to is what is being held for you. And therefore, this kind of repetition of lifestyle can happen. And it is often good to know how to break that momentum, what are some of the techniques, what are some of the knowings, what are some of the principles that we can use to to really stop wasting time in the same old story, the same, you know, oh, woe is me. Um, Yes, we've all had our challenges, but I, I really think if we understand this law, these laws, even more specifically, we're motivated to just stop that. (laughs) just stop that you know Heather what are some of the things that you do when you kind of find yourself in funky town (laughs) you know wearing funky shoes and in funky city um how do you how do you start to pull yourself out what do you do to to kind of turn things around well some of the time I turn on loud music and dance around and then other times I make funny faces. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got to do, right? <laughs> uh, but I, and then also I turn on Abraham. Ah, that's a good one. Or I listen to a meditation that I've done or one of Abraham's. I'll just turn on like a guided visualization and just breathe and allow. It's just, it's actually fun to have multiple tools because I notice that sometimes I'm really gravitating towards one and other times I'm gravitating towards another, just depending. Yeah, yeah. Don't you find that I, I found recently that just releasing judgment is a big way to start to turn things around. In other words, I don't 
beat myself up for being in funky town, mm-hmm. you know, for, for entertaining thoughts that I know are not of my highest good. Um, you know, part of the resistance happens when we start to judge ourselves for yes. knowing better, you know, it doesn't help. Yeah. Doesn't and help. just turn, just turn the languaging around instead of saying, Oh, I should have done this or I should have done that just to say something like, Oh, well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I, I'm rather, rather than devastating, it's interesting. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? Huh. <laughs> yes, okay. exactly, exactly. And recently, Esther, Esther Abraham Hicksie was talking about, um, you know, watching her thoughts in and sort of realizing where those thoughts, like what wheelhouse those, those thoughts hung out in, like what mm-hmm. disc, she's using a lot of, the Abrahams are using a lot of the sort of disc language Mm -hmm. lately what you know how fast is your disc spinning and and you can tell sometimes by certain thoughts that you're entertaining and that seem to have to have gripped your mind you can kind of look at them you kind of step back and look at them and go that is not a wheelhouse i want to participate in you know there's like this moment of separation from you and the thought form which i think is a great trick and tool to separate the fact that it is not you Mm mm-hmm but the but what you're thinking that is of issue here you know well and it kind of reminds me of uh the Byron Katie stuff when you, one of the questions is if i didn't have that thought how would it be different mm-hmm. if if i wasn't having that thought right now what would be different and a lot of the it's like everything would be different if i wasn't having this thought right now <laughs> wahoo <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, that that is a really good one um, to just take a moment and separate and even, you know, give the thought form some color and texture and maybe a spin cycle and and just give it some sort of way of, of looking at it outside of yourself. And and I remember um, some teachers talking about actually taking an object like a book or a pencil or something and having the experience of dropping it. Oh, it was Mary Beth actually went in in her channeling of Torah where she talked about you know, just taking something and dropping it physically mm-hmm. and then watching how you can do the same with the thought form. You can just, mm. you can just drop it. You do not have to get to the bottom of it because what we're hearing again and again from the Abrahams is that there is no bottom. Right. There is no bottom to that, to that thought form. It just goes deeper and deeper. And down. it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't matter because what you want is not in there. That, that is not, you know, the, the solution doesn't hang out in the same ballpark as the problem. And so we have to, you know, change our, our location in order to, to separate and, and move forward. So that's what we're going to talk about on today's show, how to spin up and out of negative momentum uh, to not struggle and not beat yourself up, but to just embrace what is happening, to be at peace with what is, but also uh, there's got to be some decision-making happening at some point where there's going to be an opportunity to, as Jesus would say, turn the other cheek. So we're going to join a quick uh, little appetizer workshop that recently transpired in Cancun, Mexico with uh, with Abraham. And, and again, as we always do, we suggest that you go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and buy the whole Cancun series. It is incredible. They mm-hmm. spent two weeks there and we had some friends who went. They said it was just just fantastic and there is not a bad track on that entire series so it's really good 
It is really wonderful. And, we, and we're going to be on the next one, aren't we, Heather? We're going to be on that yes. land cruise. We're going to be there. I'm ready. Sooner than later. So let's join and see what the Abrahams have to say about really pulling away. What are some hot tips for pulling out of negative momentum? Here we go. Tell me more about changing the momentum. I feel like I have lots of momentum. I've experienced it, you know, with when angry thoughts come through my head. I have, there's lots of momentum behind me with rage and anger and wanting to seek revenge. And it's not the direction that doesn't feel good at all. And I just want you to describe some, maybe some practices or some hot tips to change momentum. Well, the most important thing is an understanding that the law of attraction says that whatever you got going on, as you focus for as little as 17 seconds, Another vibrational equivalent is going to join it. In other words, another vibration is going to jump on your disc. How's that? And each vibration that joins you causes the momentum to become more. And as the momentum becomes more, it makes it more possible, more probable, and more easy for another vibration like it to jump on the wheel. You like it? That's what momentum is. 17 seconds is all it takes to start momentum. But the question is, that you're asking is, so I've had 17 and 17 and 17 and 17 and 17. I've got a lot of momentum going. In fact, I'm feeling rage because I've been there so long. I've, I've deprived myself of my alignment for long enough that now I'm feeling rage. So how can I slow that momentum? Well, you can't just jump up there. You just can't do it. Law of attraction is not going to help you in any way about that. You could become exhausted and fall asleep, but when you awaken, the probability is that you're going to pick up pretty much where you were and get that momentum going. Although you do have more probability of slowing momentum when you first awaken than at any other time in the day. In other words, that is a really good time. So if you could make a list of things that you are planning to do, you might not do it, but you'd like to do it first thing in the morning, just to give yourself a little better opportunity to slow that negative momentum down. Now, in some ways, slowing this momentum down sounds a little bit like cleaning out those pipes, but it really isn't the same thing. We want you to withdraw your attention from it because it's attention to it that equals the momentum. So if you take the subject that you're angry about and you try to think an opposing thought, it's not likely you're going to do it because it already has this momentum going. You're going to join that thought. So it's better for you to change the subject altogether with the interest or intention of getting momentum going in a better feeling direction. And the more general you are, the more likelihood you are to find something like that. So it causes you, or what we would like it to do, is to pose a question in your mind of something that you're not angry about, something that you could feel good about. What's the best feeling thing in your life? So it really is like a, de a determination. You're saying, these things I understand. I understand law of attraction. I get the 17-second thing that Abraham was talking about. Therefore, I understand momentum. Therefore, I understand I'm normal. I understand that there's nothing in the world wrong with me. It's just the laws of the universe and the way that I'm applying them all working and functioning exactly as they should. And all is really well about that. But I am seeking a subject 
that I can get some other momentum going on. Not a reverse momentum. I'm not trying to solve that problem. I'm interested in seeing if I can get some other momentum going on any subject. Can I fly high? Or can I fly higher than I have been flying higher? So that causes me to pose a question to myself. What do I want to do? What do I like? What would I like to do? What makes me happy? Those kinds of questions. So what makes you happy? What makes you feel good? What do you enjoy doing? That's a very good question, but we're going to answer that question when we come back. We're going to <laughs> we're going to stop for a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after the break. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Heather. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that through the hour and catch you off. <laughs> I don't know. We're on the line here. Let's Heather. go, baby. <laughs> With Ray and Heather as we're talking on our metaphysical porch today about the law of attraction, but specifically about how to turn out of negative momentum when things start happening and going in the wrong direction and your lovely mind uh, is really turning in a place where you don't want it to be because you know that what you think is actually uh, showing you what is happening in your reality. And so that last segment that we ta- that we listened to before the break, hot tips to change momentum, um, the 17 seconds. Now, isn't that interesting that 
what they're saying is sort of the new technology, which is, I love these teachers for this. The new technology is that 17 seconds of focused attention begins a vibration that then attracts another vibration. So momentum Mm -hmm. really is 17 seconds on top of 17 seconds. And if you've been thinking about something for 10 minutes, girl, you've got a roll going, (laughs) right? It doesn't take long to get going in one direction or another. But uh, And they're actually saying... And some of us have been thinking about things for years. <laughs> for years. Can you imagine? Maybe even lifetimes. I know, right? So, um, but the good news is it doesn't take much to begin a clean pipe. Now, they've been talking yeah. earlier in this particular um, workshop about whether you should clean out your old pipes or get new ones. And they were very clear about this, that if you're going to go cleaning out old pipes, you're just going to get all mucked up in that old momentum. And that really there is an opportunity for us to step away um, to to the way that we slow it down is, you know, to to move into another direction by picking up another topic, which is sometimes hard to do. But it is. But it's so refreshing because, you know, I I thought I was going to be a therapist. And so I went to see a bunch of different therapists and I felt worse after I went than before I got there because we would just talk and talk and talk and then they'd want me to come back again next week and talk some more and just keep coming back and keep talking about all the things I didn't like about my life and I was like really (laughs) so I did not I decided not to become a therapist because I didn't want to do that to anybody else it wasn't fun for me So I get it, you know, and so it's refreshing to change the topic sometimes because we don't, it's like we get sick of hearing our own thoughts in our head going on and on about something that's not working for us. Yeah, and I don't think we really take seriously the power of our focus. We are mm-hmm. we are God's people, right? If we focus on something, we're making it so, you know, so it really is kind of this hot potato where you just got to let it go. And, um, and knowing that, seeing, understanding that as part of the law and the principle helps a lot because you yeah. ha- then it gives yourself permission. It's like, I'm not going into denial, which actually from the unity principles, denial is a very powerful thing. You were saying, I deny that I'm... I am that. I deny that I am that, which is not my full and whole expression. And I remember when I first came to Unity, how wonderful it was to embrace denials in a way that was healthy because it said, yeah, sure, I can be that, but I'm that because I say I'm that. And if I stop saying that, I'm going to deny that and therefore be something else. It's it's really beautiful um, technology of source that we can embrace and uh and I think, you know, we're hearing the same thing here, that, that there is an opportunity for us to just drop it. And can we be skilled at dropping something that has a lot of momentum? And there is that permission slip, that hall pass that says, yes, it's actually good for you to stop thinking about this thing. It's actually not good for you. It's important because you're not going to get any kind of answers about that thing until you drop that thing. <laughs> and go think about something else, you know, uh, and I think giving ourselves permission to do that. So here we are, you have all a blanket permission slip, you know, next time you get wrapped up in that thing to just say, um, go into a movie uh, or I'm taking a nap. And I know you, you know, you heard that, you know, falling asleep. Wasn't that interesting? Cause you recommend that too, right? To just like go, mm-hmm. go take a nap people. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because, when we slumber, we go back into that high vibration, that pure source energy, that which is all and complete. And then when we awaken, they're talking about this opportunity to chart a new course, a new 
you know, string of 17 seconds here. You got a little bit of time to, to reset that. And I think knowing that is really important too. Um, that taking a nap is not being lazy. That taking a nap is not, <laughs> you know, avoiding. It's not numbing out. It's actually something that could really help you uh, move into another direction. Uh, and then the, they talked again about that first thing in the morning, how there is an opportunity you know, to set the new momentum, to not pick up the momentum from last night if the last night was not serving you, you know, um, and really to to withdraw our attention in order to change momentum. So attention equals momentum. Isn't that something? I mean, that's such a simple equation, right? Mm-hmm. Attention to something equals momentum. I think if we really understood that as human beings, half the Twitter universe would just shut up right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know Maybe that's why i'm not i don't know i don't go on twitter ever that's funny <laughs> i just think that if we understood you know the complexity of our attention and the fact that our attention to it is creating it um i think we'd be a lot more discerning if we really bought that if we really really understood it at a deep core level uh we'd be changing the subject every which way you know you'd be sucking back stuff all day long as sister says you know it's like oh <gasps> I didn't actually want to say that. And um, this is a practice. This is a practice that, again, is, you know, as you were saying, if you've been thinking about something in a certain perspective for years, you got to give yourself some time to keep dropping it over and over and again before you can pick up a new subject, you know. And w- one of the things that I like, and I don't know if this feels good to everybody, but I enjoy realizing what a powerful manifester I am, even when I'm manifesting that which I'm not wanting, because mm. it's just the same technique of focus to manifest that which I am wanting when I just shift my focus. So instead of saying, well, gosh, why am I, why do I keep having this thing happen to me that I don't like? And why does not that thing that I do want not happening to me? It's like, oh, wow, I'm really a powerful manifester. And I could just shift my focus and just as easily manifest that other thing that it, I am wanting. And that's really powerful. Yeah. And look what I did. Look what I did. It is about the sort of radical responsibility in either direction. And quite frankly, I'd rather have radical responsibility than be a victim either way. Yep. I'd rather take on, yes, I have done that and now I'm going to figure out how to not do that than um, be working in a world of defaults where I don't really know how or where or why I can I can shift and change. Uh, that feels much worse to me and it doesn't really match what we know about our powerful uh, spirit and source connection. So so really the, the everyday takeaway of that particular segment that was so important is to not try and reverse momentum. So don't try to get the train going another direction. I'm going to try and feel good about that thing that I do not want. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I get that a lot as I, as I work with students and I work with people. Um, you know, they, they kind of think, well, I'm trying to feel better about this thing that I hate. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That is not, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that, because that would be very difficult. So why, why take the hard route? Right, right. But there is a little bit of that misunderstanding of the principle that says, if I can feel good about this thing that I do not want, then I'll be working with the law of attraction. And that's just, can we just say, that is not what we're saying. That is not what any of the laws are saying. You are not here to feel better about things that you do not want. You're here to embrace that which you are. And there is a very subtle but profound difference. So it's not about reversing momentum, but seeking another subject to give yourself relief. 
to give yourself a break from that energy. And isn't it wonderful that you can only focus on one thing at a time? Isn't that a blessing? Thank you, God. That because you can only focus on one thing at a time, when you drop a subject and choose something else, that other thing no longer has your attention. It's a beautiful system, isn't it? I love how that works. So we're going to go back to uh, a little bit more of this workshop that happened recently in Cancun, Mexico from abraham-hicks.com where you can get all this delicious audio and we hope that you do because it's an extraordinary bit of leading edge technology about how to, how to turn around uh, the momentum when you find yourself in it. So let's go back. Rings your bells. I, I love working with plants. I love teaching people. All right, plants, really good. Plants, oh, so good. Plants are so autonomous. They are so disinterested in what you think. Like me, don't. Water me, but like me, don't. In other words, so talk to us a little bit. Let's get some momentum going about plants. Esther loves the dirt they're in. She loves the smell of their dirt. <laughs> uh, they're our source. They're, they're our partners on this planet to help us live and thrive. And um, Those are high-flying thoughts. You went right up there. Yeah. But let's say that you've been angry about something and you're not there. And like that's you my are real right. question is when I'm in the middle of like well, an adrenaline rush. Then find a more general statement. Truly, and we love you so much. When that kind of momentum is happening and you've got that ad adrenaline rush going, you kind of have to just let it play out. Esther remembers being at Estes Park with Kate when she was really little and climbing up this high, high ladder for a very big slide. And Kate wanted to do it. She looked at it. It looked fun. She could see the kids coming down and having a lot of fun, so she really wanted to do it. And as they climbed up higher and higher and higher and higher and higher, once she got up there, it looked different to her. And she wanted to climb back down the ladder. And Esther said, let's just sit here for a while. We don't have to go right now. Let's just sit here and watch the others go. But the more Kate watched them go, the more she didn't want to go. And so Esther just nudged her. <laughs> that once the momentum started, there was no turning back. And Esther did not want to climb down that ladder. So there is that sort of momentum thing going on. In other words, you've got momentum. And if you can get yourself to a place where the momentum serves you, that's really what you're wanting to do. You're wanting to focus in a way that a little good feeling momentum will serve you. And then what happens is, before you know it, you've got enough going that those other things that were bothering you aren't coming up as often because you've got that other momentum going that you're owning, that you're experiencing, that is more chronic, that is more usual, that is more, more active. So I could even be grateful for it because it's just the skill of being with a feeling that I, I don't want this feeling. I don't, I could, if I could just rip it out of my heart and throw it away, I would do that. But just being with the feeling could actually... But you probably hit somebody and hurt them. No. <laughs> there is that thing that we used to call, and we still call, we just don't talk about it as much, pivoting, where when you know what you don't want, you know what you do want. But if there's a lot of momentum going before you define what you don't want, 
then you're just shouting in rage what you do want. In other words, there's no allowing of it. So the key really is getting as general as you can and picking something that feels better. And you see, if you don't know about this stuff, if you don't know about law of attraction, if you don't know that well-being abounds, if you don't know that you're a vibrational offerer, if you don't know that the way you feel equals your point of attraction, if you don't know any of this, then there's no focus and there's no expectation of meaningful results. But when you do know about law of attraction and you do know about your emotional guidance system and you do know about the 17 seconds of law of attraction, picking it up and picking it up and picking it up and causing the momentum, now you can take that knowledge and apply it even though it's a little rough in the beginning and get immediate feedback results, which is more momentum. That's the most lovely of momentum, isn't it? To know what you don't want and therefore know what you do want, but not be a vibrational match to what you do want because you've been practicing what you don't want. So your law of attraction is just bringing you more and more of what you don't want, which just makes you know more clearly what you do want. But now you're deliberately applying some focus. And you've got a little bit of control over it because you're doing it in the early subtle stages. You're not waiting until the adrenaline's flowing and you're feeling rage. And so now you're reaching for a thought that feels better and finding it and having immediate response from the universe in the form of emotion in response to your finding it. Do you know that the emotion is the first thing that happens of the grid filling in to show you that you've changed your vibrational frequency? So now you're vibrating in a better feeling place. The momentum is already going. And now thoughts that are more like that are more accessible to you than they've ever been. And the most important part of this conversation is you understand that. You know that. You are more likely to recognize the evidence of it than you were before. So you're not. Mm, Recognizing the evidence. That is so good. That was some great information, but we got to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Heather and Ray, and we're going to come back and talk more specifically about how to play it out and how to play it differently. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Letting you 
Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everyday attraction at unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed Welcome back from the break. We're so happy you're here on this gorgeous attraction day as we're talking about pulling out of momentum and really understand isn't you know, Heather, I think what's so incredible about this study is understanding the laws understanding as my friend Janice would say is curative understanding how this works is so important because then you can have the skill to know that what you're doing is truly going to be leading you in the right direction. You know, so if you know the law, you understand that dropping the subject is important. If you know the law and you're involved in this adrenaline rush and you're on the tip of the slide, just let yourself go. You know, let yourself feel it. Just, you know, it's too late. You're out of the plane. You know, the parachute is in the plane. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, just allowing yourself to do that. That feels so good instead of trying to struggle with it and almost not letting it have its way and getting it, you know, out. Because I think there is some point in negative emotion where there is no stopping the momentum. It's just going to have its peak and then it's going to peter out you know (laughs) and it does right it has its flow you can trust that and it's to me it's such a blessing to know and trust that the law of attraction is it does work how how they're just describing it um because when you don't really let yourself let it in that's when we struggle the most you know yeah yeah because then it just feels out of control and there is no end and you feel as if, you know, the worst thing you could do is let yourself feel it because then you would have to live in eternity with this feeling. But we know that that this momentum, this energy does have ebbs and flows. It does come mm-hmm. and go. Nothing is going to take your life away. Nothing is going to take your breath away. It's simply, you know, at some level coming to peace with feeling the emotion. I love that analogy that Esther talked about with her granddaughter you know, and being at the top of the slide and not wanting to go and not wanting to go and then just giving her a little nudge. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. But, you know, at that point when you're on the slide, you know, trying now to go in the reverse direction is just not going to make it, uh, you know, good for anyone. And I think oftentimes 
in our culture too, we're so afraid of allowing ourselves to have an angry moment, especially if we're in metaphysics and we should know better, but allowing ourselves to have anger specifically and and what we know about the emotional scale and what we've been um, hearing from these teachers is that anger is a step up the emotional scale from depression, from powerlessness. So yes, you do get your breath back when you you have some anger and that is should be welcomed. Uh, it's just don't pitch a tent there and live there. You got to keep moving <laughs> up, moving up that scale. But, uh, you know, but that is so much better and more productive than avoiding the emotion altogether and numbing out, you know, and I think that uh, there's a lot of, of great teachers now who are talking about the the cost of numbing out to our emotions, which you know, leads into addictions, leads into food issues, leads into all kinds of behaviors that are running from the very experience of emotion that we really shouldn't be that afraid of, that we can embrace, you know. And I think that's an important skill, you know, skill of being with a feeling. Yeah. That's a, that's really powerful, you know. Um, what do you, how do you deal with, with your clients and, and people that you work with on one-on-one on, on being able to be with their feelings. <laughs> I mean, is there any secret to being able to well, do this? Well, you know, one of the things that I realize is that we have this preconceived idea of what it would mean to go into a place that doesn't feel good. And sometimes I actually go to the, what's the worst case scenario? Right. You know, because right. it, it, sometimes if we address that and nip it in the bud, because in a way they, once we kind of walk that through well maybe it's really not as bad as I thought it was you know and we get to that right off the bat yeah um because I think that it's interesting because we have a judgment that feeling good is good and feeling bad is bad (laughs) right right (laughs) um and then you know realizing that really maybe it's not as bad as we thought it was again with the judgment thing that we were talking about um just kind of, you know, well, what if, and, and so we just go through this scenario. Well, what's the worst that could happen? Well, blah, blah, blah. Well, what if that happened? Well, then blah, blah, blah. Well, what if that happened? And just walk through it, you know? Yeah. What's yeah. the worst thing that could happen? Well, a lot of times people think, well, what if, you know, I could die? Okay. <laughs> what if that happened? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> Let's go there. Yeah. So right. I think it's just the willingness to go there and actually sometimes just say it out loud even though I know we don't want to focus and spend a lot of time on what it is we're not wanting when we have it in our head we spend more time on it sometimes than just getting it out loud and then saying well wait a minute that's not maybe that bad you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and moving Mm -hmm. on to something that feels better especially when you know as that particular person in the hot seat was talking about you just have that adrenaline rush where the emotion really has you you know, and I think giving ourselves permission to, to again, play it out, knowing that we are going to, at the end of this breath, as it has ebbed and flowed, um, start to, you know, we, we, we've embraced the scale of being with the feeling. But now we know that we're going to start to move and turn it around by refocusing, by not you know, getting into the, oh my God, I can't believe I got angry. I can't believe I said that. I can't believe that person didn't. Nah, nah, now we got to stop. Now we got to stop. And we got to pull our attention back and start to shift it. And as they talked about there, you know, what do you like? What do you love? And, and of course we can't go to the high flying 
um, level of it, but just the generalization, well-being abounds. I expect meaningful results. I'm in an expansion point, as you say, isn't this interesting? I know that everything eventually is working for my good. You know, as Jerry, our love would say, you know, there's a pony in there somewhere. You just begin to turn it around and embrace it and start to be at peace with where you are, what has transpired, you know, again, calming, calming, and then moving to that other topic. And, uh, and I think what was so important in that last segment that we talked about is, you know, the expectation that if you understand these laws and you practice them, you're going to start to get feedback from the universe pretty quickly that you're on the right path. You're going to get more momentum, you know, represented back to you in the physical universe as you make these choices to make a different decision, to choose to think of other topics, to now move your mind and your body and your thinking into another direction. And And I, I, and I suggest that we listen to that, um, evidence, you know, because I think a lot of times those messages are coming, the evidence is showing up, but we're not aware of it. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because if, if we're, we're sitting in expectation of a shift, we're going to find it. If we're not expecting it and we're still lost, we're not going to see that it's evidenced right there. That the, right. You know, and, and I love that the first feedback that we're going to get is an emotional feedback because that again is the, you know, in the easy bake oven, that's still where the ingredients haven't quite manifested yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our emotions are in line one of what's coming. They're on the front lines of what is now coming your way. So watching for, okay, I'm feeling some relief. Okay. Oh, I'm feeling hopeful or I'm, I'm actually feeling like I'm going to be okay. I'm feeling like, you know, I'm, I'm able to release this now. Any kind of emotion that is bringing you into that place, celebrate the heck out of that because that is going to be now you've started a new 17 second pipeline, right? Your new 17 second pipeline now is you're going to be something feeling more and more with, I know that everything works out for me. I know that well-being abounds. I know that truth is my core understanding and that there's a part of me that's never been hurt, harmed or faulted. And, you know, you get to that point that where you can really begin to feel the rush of source moving mm-hmm. in to comfort you and love you. And, 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 and that is where the emotions of joy come in and you start to really feel like, oh, once you get, you know, a handle on this, you can never go back to being powerless and weak and scared. And <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you just can't. Hallelujah. You know? And it's, there are a couple things that you're saying. One is to celebrate that you are building new pipes. You're laying new pipes. Yeah. And they're clean and shiny and they work really well and they're just, they flow easy. You know, there's nothing there to... Um, be in the way, you know, there's no old bumps or residual material, sediment, whatever. Um, And the other thing that I recommend is just celebrating sooner, Mm. not waiting for the bigger things, but celebrating in that moment that you're realizing like, I am going to be okay, or I am starting to feel expansion, you know, and you're kind of like that little hesitancy, but then you're like, oh, this kind of feels a little better to start celebrating then and not wait, you know? Yes. And I, I agree with that. I say bring out the metaphysical, you know, streamers when you get the, 
your relief, the relief breath. When you get the relief breath, and I see this all the time in, in class when I'm, you know, we're talking about a certain issue and someone's got something they're really twisted about. And we say a couple of things and we're starting to practice, you know, backing up and looking at things more generally. And I can see it in their body mm-hmm. where they go, <sighs> and that's like metaphysical confetti right there because now like you said we're we're beginning to 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 set those new pipes and we're beginning to see that we are actually in control of um of our own manifested mindset and that we actually can be a part of this that is is really a powerful way of being um I wanted, though, to go back to this idea of numbing. This is something that's been up for me because I watched this great YouTube video that probably all of you have seen with Bren Brown. I'm going to spell it B-R-E-N-E. I think it's Bren Brown on YouTube. And she, I'm sorry, um, TED, TED Talks, T-E-D, Technology Education and Design, TED Talks. She talks about vulnerability. So if you search vulnerability, you'll see like 8 million people have watched this TED Talk. It's incredible. But she talks a lot about this, the problem with numbing out and not allowing ourselves to feel It is really a problem because up underneath that, up underneath that is a fear of, of shame. There's like this fear of like, I don't want to feel shame, which ends up being kind of a catch all for some of these lower negative emotions. You know, at the bottom of it is the shame. And then underneath it's sort of the ground of shame is this, this concept of unworthiness. So down at the core of this is this feeling of unworthiness. So when you numb out and don't allow yourself to feel feelings, you're holding on to this unworthiness. And and here's the, the, the downside of unworthiness is that you can never feel true joy if you're not feeling worthy. And so you rob yourself of the higher emotions because you're not willing to feel some of the lower ones, because once we release shame and we release guilt and we release some of those low flying um, emotions and we are able to really um, change that momentum, we start to feel again, our worthiness, our worthiness. And then when we feel our worthiness, we start to feel our capacity for joy, our capacity for love. And that is really what life is all about. It is embracing that capacity. So I feel like, you know, understanding this emotional intelligence is so critical, not only for having a happy life, but to really feel our capacity for joy. And that numbing out robs us of everything because we are so worthy of that joy and that love. So it's it's really worth this emotional work. Um, but, but, like you had mentioned with therapy in hand, really understanding the core principles along with that emotional work. Uh, the two together are powerhouses. One without the other is um, a little bit empty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's powerful to... Um, to really embrace that understanding. So I recommend that TED Talk, Bren Brown, on vulnerability. And, and it, she goes on and she's written many books about the power of being vulnerable. And because when you are worthy, when you feel worthy, you can be vulnerable. And what happens with vulnerability is you get connection. When people are vulnerable with each other, they're actually able to connect at a deeper level. When we're not vulnerable with each other. We're putting a lot of facades on. We're being a lot of, there's a lot of fake going on and we're really not able to connect with one another. So it is this kind of beautiful dance of worthiness, 
and power and feeling vulnerable so that we can connect and expand and have some more of these contrasty experiences that Abraham keeps telling us is just (laughs) why we came to the planet. (laughs) it's like thank you very much i i just feel like i really see the beauty and vulnerability and the powerfulness of being vulnerable more in the last couple years than i ever saw because i always equated like being vulnerable with like a weakness and now i see it's so powerful and so beautiful and it just really gives that opportunity for others to open up and it's it's really cool. So I'm excited to watch this um, video you're talking about. Oh, you'll just love it. And she's she's quite the right brain kind of scientist woman researcher. And she just had a spiritual awakening with all this understanding of, of embracing our vulnerability in order for us to connect at a deeper level and to experience love and joy. But, but I think what uh, I, the real takeaway is that numbing out or avoiding and not understanding these principles robs you of that mm-hmm. joy and that capacity. And, and truly, um, that is not your birthright. That is not your birthright. And what we love to talk about on the show every week is how to cram more joy <laughs> into this life experience. <laughs> cram <laughs> some joy in there. You don't have enough of it. Cram some more in. How good can you stand it? So we've actually come to the end of our everyday Aww. attraction hour. This was so wonderful. And I want to make sure and, and remind everyone that um, Heather is available for one-on-one consultation. If you would like to speak with her, her her website is resetyourmindset.net, resetyourmindset.net. And I hope that you'll take advantage of her wisdom and her embracing of these principles so beautifully. And thank you, Heather, for a beautiful hour. I, I just love doing this show with you. And we thank all the listeners on all the different platforms. And I thank you all for your emails and your feedback. And we just adore you. So all is truly well. We adore you, Ray, oh. and the Abrahams. Yay, yay, team. We'll see y'all next week on Everyday Attraction. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio.
Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and to join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. (laughs) 